Larry, I'll give you a cue here. MMM Agency 100 Studio Sessions. Avant Healthcare. Okay, we're rolling. Hello, my name is Larry Dobrow. I'm the editor in chief of MMM, and I am ready for you to plug into this episode of the Agency 100 Studio Sessions, a new podcast series which gives members of the MMM Agency 100 an opportunity to riff on what sets them apart. I am thrilled to be able to introduce you today to three of our friends from Avant Healthcare, Trina Stoner, Patrick Kelly, and Todd Wright. First question for you. In pharma today, there are so many options. There are so many channels. There are so many things that you can do with your marketing programs. What is Avant Healthcare doing to ensure that consistency of voice across all the channels? Any kind of discussion or interactions got to be driven by content. So you got to have the right kind of content that really connects you with the audience. Once you have the content, you really need to understand where is your audience going to get that content, right? Once you understand those insights, it's then tweaking that message a little bit so it's relevant to the channel and then providing one consistent and engaging voice across the different messages for the brand. Yeah, I think Todd's right on the money with that. I think the the place to double down is consistency and voice and message and what we're saying in the channels. And the only way to really get that consistency is to understand your target audience intimately, to really know their therapeutic area expertise, to really understand their challenges and opportunities in those areas and have an ability to create a conversation. You know, this isn't about dissertation. It's about conversation. It's about creating dialogue and connecting with the HCP. Because with all these channels today and the competition per channel for us to get out there and be heard, it's fierce. So you have to connect really early and often. You know, we have an extensive offering coming from Avon Healthcare. And, you know, just Eight years ago, we didn't have the same medical affairs. We didn't have advertising and branding. We didn't have the focus on the HP that we have today. That is across all of these offerings. Clinicians are extremely busy today. HCPs are extremely overtaxed and we have more channels to play with. So, you know, in the, in the, the channel selection, you know, from social platforms to even enterprise sites, they're getting hit all day long. We have to make sure our content resonates on every branded touch point. Since Avant opened its doors in 1994, obviously there's been plenty of change in the industry. What has Avant done to make sure that it keeps up with those evolving dynamics? I think the company's done it better than most. As uh, Patrick alluded to earlier, it's our increase in scope and depth of services. And this includes uh, introduction of a medical affairs um, as well as uh, agency of record and advertising, um, a much more in-depth, um, what we call our ASNI team, analytics, strategy, and insights. And specifically, even a new offering that we have this year um, is called Peer Mesh. And Peer Mesh really is an approach to your opinion leaders, and that can be a key opinion leader, that can be a, a digital opinion leader. And the approach to that has four facets. It's what we call pinpoint, which is really identification. Um, Pulse, it's all of our social media listing 
and language processing. Uh, thirdly, it's catalyst on how do you engage these opinion leaders. And of course, for any service and offering, um, it's the metrics behind. And uh, that's even more important for our clients to ensure that metric exists uh, for the completion of any project. Yeah, I think in, in, in addition to like those core services that Trina just mentioned. Um, we also are a little bit more sophisticated internally on how we're keeping up with the landscape in different therapeutic areas. We have platforms here at Avant that um, uh, folks will go and monitor, um, you know, different landscapes, you know, whether it be a new treatment option uh, that they're developing in the oncology space, right? Or some, you know, breakthrough technology they're using in immunology. So um, we've become a little bit more sophisticated in scanning the env- proactively scanning the environment um, over the years as well. So we're not waiting for it to come to us as much as we're going to it. Here's a follow-up question. The competitive dynamic How has that evolved over the years as Vaunt has grown? We were on a period of growth and really introducing many new services. And then the the big pandemic hit the world. And so that was an opportunity for us to pivot and needed to pivot on some of our services to ensure that we were ensuring virtual opportunities. And that in the long run, I think, really helped us um, to succeed as an agency, maybe when other agencies were having challenges and that ability to to pivot. Being agile is just part of it. You know, you really have to be selective from the front end. And that's why this group is sitting here together. That That trifecta of leadership is really going to help us to qualify accounts coming in the future. Here's a question about Avant's leadership model. Um, it's the three of you all leading the agency. Um, why does this make sense? Why is this going to work in a way that the traditional agency leadership structure might not, might have some limitations? You know, the one thing that we're doing as an agency today is we're changing our model. We're becoming one agency offering with multiple offerings underneath the one agency. And in doing that, you know, if you start to think about it, and we've been talking about it the entire time, the different areas of focus that we have today are three, four times what we had five, six years ago. And, you know, one of the things that we thought a lot about as a leadership group was if we had just one leader running all of these different offerings, how difficult is that? How singular in dimension when you have multiple dimensions that you're offering? It's tough. And when you look at our backgrounds, we're very unique in the way we do things. And we do things at other sides of the agency. But between us, you have years of deep medical account, strategy, advertising, branding, creative, you name it. Together, we are very, very different in the market space because we bring more to the table and we're able to manage more. So it makes sense if this is the way our teams are operating internally, that we are also operating as a leadership team. Yeah, and I think I think it's also, I mean, to your point, our teams work this way internally for a reason, right? Because the customer is at the center of everything they do, every minute of every day. So I think our leadership team being set up this way is uh, a very natural thing uh, for the organization because our job is to make sure that the customer is always in the center. Mm -hmm. 
it's pretty clear that over the years, science has always mattered um, for Avant. Um, you're looking at your staff, you have MDs, you have PhDs, you have an awful lot of smart people under your roof. How do you support that scientific component with other skills and capabilities? We understand the HCP. We understand their insights. Uh, many of us have walked in the day of our HCPs and having that foundation of science but also clinician, really helps us to differentiate, I believe, that um, background and the challenges and barriers that clinicians face and that we can bring that to our clients. Uh, we have what we call our Avant um, HCP Advisory Board. And these are clinicians that are out there in the community, academia, who provide their... Um, clinical experience, um, their advice on strategy. Um, we also have a um, digital opinion leader advisory board that also consists of um, healthcare professionals. And by having both of these um, group of clinicians really make a difference in us understanding the, you know, the life and barriers for um, HCPs. A, a client of ours they were partnering with another agency to do some disease state education. And while the creative was okay, it just wasn't backed by data. It wasn't backed by like, you know, the medical in medical storytelling. Right. And so they came to us and, and said, Hey, can you guys help here? You know? And so we activated our medical team. Um, we leveraged the insights that we knew in house as well, went out and found new insights to make it a much more impactful disease state campaign that is backed by therapeutic expertise. And I think, you know, we've, we've talked about this. I mean, if you want to put a white paper into the channel, that's basically what the scientific narrative has to be. But if you want to connect and you want to create an emotional awareness and engagement in channel, you have to know that HCP, you have to know that scientific narrative and you have to create a story that will engage the HCP in all of the competition that's out there to act, to do something, to drive deeper, to hear a little more. And that's really the art of our proprietary medical storytelling. All right, this is sort of an internally focused question. Um, how are you marketing Avant today? Um, is it sort of a house of brands model or are you trying to distinguish it from really anything that's come previously? Yeah, good question. I mean, for many of our past 30 years, we've been a house of brands, right? Different services under different brands and, and, and different ways to get into our agency. What our customers have told us, and not so much via the words, but really more their actions, is they prefer a single entry point. I can't tell you how many times a client will say to me, Todd, do you guys offer speaker bureau? Do you guys offer analytics. Do you guys offer meeting logistics? And, you know, my answer is always yes, <laughs> we absolutely do. Right. But they're coming to Avant looking for those additional like services. Yeah. I think to the, um, you know, the market presence of multiple brands versus one brand agency, you're convoluting your own presence. And we've had upwards of four brands in the market at the same time that were competing with Avon and actually cannibalizing Avon. 
So, I mean, just having the one focus is going to clearly define not only who we are as an agency externally, but also who we are internally. Because as Todd was saying, you know, when we were all of these different brands, there was fragmentation, there was um, process flow challenges, there was cross-functional team challenges, because everybody was doing things a little differently. So our job really is to bring that together, both internally and externally, one brand, one agency with these offerings in an integrated fashion. Avant Healthcare. Um, I know a couple of times you've said you, you consider yourselves one of the industry's best kept secrets. How are we going to change that? You know, the best kept secret really stems from our humble roots 30 years ago. You know, Deborah starting a meeting, planning and services business in the back room of her home. Even though that's not the center of advertising today, like a DTC campaign or an HCP driven campaign, it was the foundation of who we've become today. And over the years, we've just continued to grow that offering. And I think the days of being the best kept secret are no longer necessary. We, we need to begin to market to bigger and more. And you know, that is what the growth is all about. And, and we can start to look back even two or three years when we saw demonstrative growth in the agency and it's continuing to grow. And I think by coming under one umbrella, becoming no longer the best kept secret in the market. We're not just looking at what Avant can do today, what Avant will be, but we're looking at the next 30 years. We're looking at where we're going. And beyond that, how can we continue this path of growth? And the only way to do that is to become more known in the market and have a wider berth of business development. And that's, that's where we're at today. So, Patrick, when you talk about being here for 30 years, um, what I'm so proud of, and I think many of us are, is that our first client 30 years ago is still one of our major clients. And that is a lot of uh, repeat, but also referral business. And Absolutely. that's something we're really proud of. And right. some systemic growth. For sure. Yeah. Really what sets us up for success today, yesterday, today, and you know tomorrow, and that's our people. Like our people are so committed to the job and um, they have the skill and the will and they deliver every time. And Trina, you mentioned not just repeat business, but also referral. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, our clients, they don't stay at the same company for 30 years like my grandpa did. You know, you know what I mean? So they're moving around. And when they move, typically when if an opportunity presents itself, they call us because they've enjoyed working with one of our people, one of our teams, um, and really saw the value that that partnership brought to themselves and the or their organization. All right. Just one last question for you. And it's sort of a, sort of a crystal ball type question. If we're having this conversation again a year from now, um, what do you hope to be telling me? What do you expect to be telling me? Um, I'd love to hear about the to-do lists for each of the three of you. I would say we're going to demonstrate a lot more innovation. I mean, just look how fast things are changing in the market and in questions about keeping up with technology. And I think it'll demonstrate that we kept up with technology and continued to grow our business. So in my opinion, let's hope in 12 months we have this conversation again. We're going to see business development. We're going to see it both organic and new. 
we're going to see more offerings coming. To Trina's point, innovation is only the beginning of what we're doing. Experimentation is a big part of what we're putting forward. You know, our newer groups like Analytics and Insights are doing things we just haven't seen before. And I see that as extremely attractive in the market right now. And the hope is that not only does our revenue grow, but our offering expands. And in 12 months, we can have conversations about a new set of HCPs and things that we're doing to attract them beyond HoloLens, beyond some of the innovations we've done in the past. What's next? Where's machine learning start to come into the conversation? AI coming into the conversation. All these things were right at the tip of. And I hope in 12 months we can have that conversation again. I think my answer is going to be a little bit more on the softy feely side of, of things. You know, 12 months from now, I hope we would have launched new products in, in therapeutic areas that um, didn't have you know, medicines in before. I would hope that we've helped new uh, existing brands launch new indications. And at the end of the day, uh, 12 months from now, I hope that we have not just grown our business organically as well as through new business, but we have helped a lot of patients get better and we've helped their caregivers get better. Trina, Todd, Patrick, thank you so much for joining me here today. This was a thrill. I hope you had as much fun with this as I did. For MM&M, I'm Larry Dobrow. Many thanks and be well. Be well.